I'm Andy. This is Who Positive. Welcome to episode 47. Titan Comics. I don't know about y'all, but I am getting hungry for some more 13th Doctor content. So what I did was I bought the first three 13th Doctor novels, and I got the first volume of the 13th Doctor comic series. And I read the first volume of the comic book series, and I'm happy to say that it captures the Doctor's voice and the companion's voice. Uh, The story is very good. I would give it a read if you get a chance. Uh, What I really enjoy about Doctor Who in the comic medium is that it is a visual medium, much like the television series, but it's not hampered at all by budget. So any idea at all you can get into the comics. I enjoy the comics zaniness, and I enjoy the huge ideas that they're able to put into the comics. It just makes it another interesting media that Doctor Who's able to exist in. The 13th Doctor's face scrunching has been something people have enjoyed, and I'm happy to say that the face scrunching is captured well in the comic as well. Uh, The voices of the companions all seem great. The Doctor is a character that just easily works in so many different media, and it's so cool to see a character being successful across media like that. Just reading a few of Stories featuring the 13th Doctor makes me want to dive back into Doctor Who comics, and I probably will. I'm probably going to pick up more. Um, I don't think I finished reading all of the 8th Doctor stuff, so I'm probably going to go go back and read some of that. And I definitely think that there's some 7th Doctor stuff that I uh, need to check out. I did get the 6th Doctor stuff from back in the day, a collection of stuff that appeared in Doctor Who magazine. I'm looking forward to reading that. You all know how I feel about the 6th Doctor. Only happiness. I've been reading a lot about the happiness culture that we currently live in, and a lot of people have harsh criticism about the idea that people should be happy all the time. And I agree. Being happy is not something that you find and then you're able to sustain forever. Uh, Happiness is something like any emotion. It comes and it goes, and it's ephemeral. And the other notion of happiness being a good emotion and things like anger or sadness being bad emotions... That's also something that I'm not cool with. I mean, all there aren't any good or bad emotions. Uh, one thing I have noticed when friends of mine have been angry or upset or sad, they're not just angry or upset. They're also ashamed of showing that emotion, that anger, that sadness, because those are bad emotions. And I don't think of any emotions as bad, and I often give the advice of, Don't feel bad about what you're feeling. Just feel what you're feeling. And then if it enhances your life, hang on to that feeling. And if it doesn't, let it go. Um, Not to say that they're good or bad, but not to say that they're good or bad, but some of our emotions drain our energy and other other emotions give us energy. And I think that for me, uh, trying to hang on to positive things enhances my energy level, gives me energy, uh, makes me more hopeful, which isn't to say that I'm not sometimes motivated by anger or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I am motivated by that, by being angry or being sad about something every once in a while. But the 
emotions I think that sustain me most are things like uh, happiness or things that bring me joy. That kind of energy, I think, um, is much more productive for me. So I'm not trying to criticize people's emotions, and I'm not trying to separate emotions into good or bad. I'm not trying to tell you you need to feel one way all the time. I think all of that stuff is ridiculous. But I am trying to say is, what works for you? What's, what's something you want to do? What are some goals in your life that you're trying to reach? What kind of energy is going to help you get there? Uh, I, I think that some people are motivated to do uh, great things with their lives using like anger or um, even depression or something like that can really motivate people to uh, to do great things. So I'm not trying to say that there are good or bad emotions or anything like that, and I'm not trying to tell you that you should be happy all the time. Uh, mostly I'm just ta- telling you about myself, what motivates me, and what I try to do, and that's hold on to positive things and let go of uh, negative things. And by positive, I mean things that give me energy, and by negative things, I mean things that... Uh, take energy away from me pretty much is that so pretty much that's that's what I mean and that's what I'm trying to do and that's what the message I'm trying to spread is is just hold on to the things that that make you feel good hold on to the things that bring you joy Perpagillium Brown the latest trilogy of big finish adventures that I'm listening to features the sixth doctor and Perry Perry's a companion that I think people overlook sometimes but what's interesting about Perry isn't her obvious extraordinariness, like perhaps Clara or Bill. But what's interesting about Perry, I think, is in her ordinary beginnings, how she doesn't seem to be uh, someone who has like some extreme destiny about her. But at the same time, she helps the doctor through a very traumatic period of his or her life at that point, And seeing how the character develops because of her connection to the Doctor and because she helps the Doctor through the traumatic regeneration from the fifth into the sixth Doctor is really cool. Perry's story, I think, is a companion story that's more about what Perry, the companion, gives to the Doctor than it is about what the Doctor gives to a companion. I think a lot of times the Doctor's companion is looking at the doctor as someone who's taking them, someone who's, who's giving them this grand adventure, who's giving them this chance of a life um, outside of an ordinary life. But in Perry's case, her uh, ability to help the doctor through that trauma is uh, more of a gift, I think, than um, even the traveling that the doctor gives Perry in return. And the character that Perry becomes, her journey is really cool. I highly recommend checking out uh, Perry stuff, especially the Big Finish stuff, because that's when you really get to dig a little bit deeper into the character. She didn't get enough screen time to really give her an arc, and much like the Sixth Doctor, who didn't also get the arc that he deserved, um, nor the ending that he deserved. Uh, but thankfully, we have some novels and some uh, Big Finish radio plays that can fill in a little bit of the gaps for us there. But yeah, Perry and Mel are both very interesting companions, and I would recommend their Big Finish stuff. Uh, watch a couple episodes of the TV stuff if you're interested in them. Check it out. Memories of a Tyrant, the last big finish that I finished, would be a great place to start uh, seeing with the Doctor and Perry's relationship. And it looks like we're getting a box set of just the Doctor and Perry in 2020. So look forward to that. That's all for episode 47. This has been Who Positive, and I've been Andy. Thank you for listening.